Yeah, okay. Half year deal. So I had a feeling because he's a long term type of manager, isn't he? Like he's he's like a Anglis man. You know what I mean? He likes the jeans and the trainers and a trendy bit of gear on the line. What's good yeah. for Leeds is their fixtures are winnable. Mm-hmm. Leicester, Villa, Norwich, Wolves, Southampton, Watford. I don't know. All them teams are playing quite well at the minute, aren't they? Like, I know Norwich, Norwich maybe not, but Southampton are hitting a bit of form. Wolves have been excellent. Yeah, some Villa have Leicester, they Leicester. concede. Yeah. That could be 6 6. Yeah. The rugby game, that. Yeah. And you've got Watford as well. But all those games, it's not like they've got City, Chelsea, Liverpool coming up. They've got teams yeah. almost around them. Winnable games. Teams like Villa and Southampton can have shockers as well. I think what he'll want to do will, will take time, won't it? Like him on the training pitch, I imagine, won't be. You know, a five aside, and let's work on defending. It's going to be, he's going to come in with a philosophy. He's going to want to, it's going to be possession based. It's going to be high pressing. It's not going to be, let's dig in here. Let's, let's pick up points like you said there, Jamie. And that takes time on the training pitch. And I don't think he's going to have that time to implement his, games. his ideas. Yeah. So maybe maybe they've sort of said, well, if we stay up, we stay up. If we don't, we don't. It's a long contract. It's three year, three three and a half, nearly three and a half year contract. Contracts mean nothing. Didn't Padre get seven years? Yeah, that's true. He's gone in six months. Blimey, Barry Gordon is here. Well early. What's happened to him? Jesus Christ. Hello, Barry. He's just listening, isn't he? He's making he's making sure we ain't talking about Liverpool. <laughs> What's worrying for Leeds is they could win every single game, and go down because the amount of games Burnley, yeah. Everton have in hand on them. Yeah, Burnley have a lot of games, don't they? Burnley and Everton have two games in hand. They one two points, one point behind. Oh, good evening, gentlemen. Oh, evening, Barry. Good evening. I'm early tonight, am I? Well early, yeah. Well, Very well, early tonight, Barry G. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've got to go make my cup of tea. And I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Sound like an old woman there, Barry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a cup of tea and some crumpets. Had some crumpets, <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> Oh, very English, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. You're not talking about very good. As the Liverpool no, got... No, we've... Have you finished the Liverpool? Them, we oh, beautiful. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> wow, so... Yeah, so... What do you want to think to Breeze of, uh, of, of Leeds? Do you think they're going to stay up? You're live. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it just me and you in here? Or? Sounds uh, like it, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm in here. Leeds 
who knows? I think relegation is actually quite interesting. Like, I love that Leeds are in trouble being Man United fan. They've waited 18 years. Yeah, I do as well. And they've been absolutely spanked every time they play them. Yeah. It's, a well, I, I, I hate them. I, I hate them, but they're a big club. They're a big club. And I like to see big clubs passionate. You know what I mean? The all white kit. You know what I mean? I would like for them to go down and then we can nick Cam Phillips off them. No, he's true. Straight true. out into United no, team. No, no. Straight into United team. I don't think he's going to go. If, if he will. Yeah, what about because... Everton, by the way? They're, they're sinking. They're sinking. They are sinking big time. Big time. That, uh, that, uh, uh, little project of getting um, Lampard in, I don't think it's working, is it? No. Again, it, it's a long-term one, isn't it? Like, yeah. You don't see him as a short-term fix. You see him as a long-term sort of boss. But yeah, everything can't keep going through. They're going through bosses like Barry G goes through crumpets. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait, wait, what are you basing... Lampard being long term because he's not done more than a season really. Derby yeah, and Chelsea. I, 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 no, just like if you, if you well, I'm, I'm, the reason I'm saying long term is because you don't get someone that has no track record. You're giving them a chance, so you've got to give them time. So I'm just assuming it's a long term because he's he's not got like when you saw it, when you when you appoint Sam Allardyce, you know it's a short term. Keep us up. Make us hard to beat, set the wheels in motion, and then we get, you know, someone else to evolve it. So Lampard has no real reputation yet. So if you don't have a reputation, I'm assuming it's a long-term project. Otherwise, you will be hiring someone on the back to the reputation. Like Jose Mourinho, you appoint him. His reputation is he comes in for two or three years and you win some trophies. You sign Sam Allardyce, you come in. He keeps you up and he makes you hard to be. You know, and then you bring someone else in then to start evolving it. So I'm assuming because he's young, he's British, that he's got no reputation. And I'm guessing it's a long-term appointment. I don't see that he has a reputation, but the media doesn't seems to give he him does, one. He doesn't have a reputation. He doesn't yeah. deserve he hasn't got a reputation, so. Yeah. As a player, his reputation is, yeah. But as a coach or a manager, no. Like, I thought he did it, as I said before. He did a good job. It's a big, it's a big job for him, like. But again, yeah, you, it's, it's an interesting conversation. And I, I, I never got a chance to put down stuff today. But again, it, it was an interesting appointment by, by Bradford, Mark Hughes. Yeah, you don't very, see an awful lot of guys. Like for me, I think that's a great job for Mark Hughes. A big club down where they don't belong. So you're looking at a big long-term project rather than go in to, let's say, uh, Burnley and just continue on what they always do, survive. Do you, do you get what yeah. I'm saying there? Like, it's yeah. like, you, for me, if, if I'm a coach or a manager, I'm looking for a job where I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to 
make history. I'm going to do something different to what everyone else has done. Like, I, I think Jorgen Klopp chose Liverpool for a good reason because he knew that if he did something, he was going to be remembered forever. I think if he goes to Man United, that's nah, You know, you won the league. Brilliant. Well done. Who next? So that's why I think you was going down to Bradford. He could, you know, if he gets up the league one and maybe into the championship, that's huge. You know what I mean? It's a real achievement. So, and, and a lot of, for me, that would appeal me to me more than doing, going in, taking over from Sean, Sean Deutsch and just continue on what he's doing. Creating something new. What's everyone's thoughts on that? Uh, like if you gave me a choice between Wimbledon and Crystal Palace I like Crystal Palace but you're never top 10 is the biggest achievement you'll do you know what I mean they're not gonna, you're not going to win the league with them where if you take Wimbledon from league one up to the championship that's a huge achievement and keep them in the championship you know, that's a massive, massive achievement. Where yeah. with Palace, you're just always going to be floating in between relegation and flirting with a great season of finishing in the top 10. You know, yeah. will, you, will you break that ceiling? Yeah, I think Bradford, I think Bradford is a good uh, choice for Mark Hughes. And have you seen his number two? I'm guessing it's Kit Simons or, or Mark Bowen. Clean Hodges. Who was it? Clean Hodges. Is it? Yeah. Why? Why? He normally he normally sticks with the same the same crew, doesn't he? Yeah, Clean Hodges. The Welsh um, Mafia. He, well, he's Welsh. Clean Hodges is Welsh, isn't he? Welsh, isn't he? Oh, he is, yeah. You're right. Clean Hodges is Welsh. You're right, yeah. He's, he was, he was um, manager... I think before, yeah, yeah, he, he was manager at Arsenal Wardley and before Mark Robinson. Right. He's, he's not yeah. long been left. Good, good I actually forgot, I totally forgot he was there. Yeah. I, he was Welsh. Yeah. Born in London, though. Born in there. <laughs> Well, Mark Hughes never, you don't say to horror anyone, it's not, it's not Welsh. No, it does, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good point, I think that's a good truth in Bradford, to be fair. Yeah. To get Mark in, I think that's, that's decent. Huge, yeah. And, and fair play to Mark Hughes as well, taking the risk. Well, you take this, but he also, they also can build, like you say, it's positive that he can, he can take them up. I mean, you can see Bradford, you know, a lot of leads in the Premier League. Bradford, there's no way Bradford can't get to the Premier League. Yeah. You know, other than that, it's still good. I mean, with Mark Hughes, Mark Hughes has been in the Premier League, again. So, you know, appointment for them, I feel. Getting him yeah, is good. Is a, bit, a bit of a coup for them, and I think that's good. Yeah, they lost um, that last game, didn't they? They what? Brad, Bradford beat them at the weekend, didn't they? Oh, sorry, Mansfield Who beat them. Beat? 
Man, no, Manfield oh, beat them 2-0. Well, Manfield's are doing all right, aren't they? They're doing too yeah. bad. Yeah, they're not a bad. They're not a bad side, Manfield. Some good clubs down in, the, yeah. in League 2, isn't it? Like, I remember watching Rochdale last year under Brian, uh, a guy called Brian Barry Murphy, an Irish guy. He managed Rochdale last year. And they played some, they got relegated, but they played outstanding football. I think he's gone and coaching a city now. And you've got Salford around there as well, aren't they? you got Barrow, Barrow, yeah. Um, Forest Green Rovers are top. Remember, they were in the top. Okay, hold them. Uh, Leighton Orient down there. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly, Stevenage Colchester Colchester would be fairly big as well Hartlepool I've been up to Hartlepool a few times you know Monkey Hangers Monkey Hangers you've been there have you I've been, I've been there. yeah I went to a couple of games I'll never forget I went to a game Hartlepool played at home to uh, Swindon Town no sorry sorry not Swindon Town Wrexham and oh, Wrexham. Wrexham beat them 5-3 and a guy called Juan Ugarte got five goals and he didn't get man in the match. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get man in the match. That's for, that's, I'm nah, your man did. He oh, played for Sheffield Wednesday, Richie Humphreys. Remember Richie Humphreys? Played for Sheffield Wednesday. He got a couple yeah. of goals for Hartlepool. And, uh, but they lost five three. And, and Ugarte got five. It was a six, but he got five goals anyway. He didn't get man in the match. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it was one of the worst it was a nice tidy little uh, stadium but absolutely nothing around it no bookies no pub no shop nothing nothing around the stadium yeah, nearly as bad as Bury or Bury or Bury or Gigland yeah no, again yeah. a nice tidy little stadium but nothing around it. In the middle of nowhere, then? Yeah. Well, in the middle of a hill and see. Oh, see. Right. Okay. Because Tranmere are in uh, League 2, aren't they? They, they were, I think they're flirting between Championship and League right for a long time, aren't they? Tranmere. Yeah. Well, they came up last year, didn't they? So they've, they've, they've a bit of momentum. All of them yeah, look like they might struggle. Oh, the top five is Forest Green, who've done really well. Northampton second, Northampton Town, they've not too bad. They, they got relegated really last season. Tramir, and then yeah. they're doing all right. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's up on the table, it'd be quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, clubs came up and done really well. I mean, Forest Green, they're famous for Eco, yes, something. Uh, well, Newport came up a few years ago, they've been okay. It's a horrible place to go, isn't it? It's the Betchfield, isn't it? The Betchfield is called there. Horrible stadium. Crawley, Harrogate, Harrogate are doing all right, aren't they? That's the Vich Betchfield, that's the old Swansea ground, isn't it? 
Oh, Rodney Parade. Rodney Parade. That's what. What's that, Barry? You're, you're breaking up oh, there. It's on a bottom. Leak, leak, leak. This is bottom on the bottom. Yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah. It's going top or down. All of them are short. Oh no, all of them. All of them are. Twenty toward, but they've 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 won three and drew two of their last five, so they're flying. Well, I think John Sheridan is in charge there. Yeah, John Sheridan. Yeah, John Sheridan. Yeah. Carlo, Carlo, nobody likes going to Carlo, do they? No, 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 Carl. But. How many games have got left then? Four, so again, going to play. Uh, 46, 46 games. A good few games to go. Yeah. 12 games. Still a good. Good 14 games for most of them. 14, 14 games. But Bolt will get relegated to non league. Yeah. You could use all of them. Nah, Bolt in our league one, aren't they? I'm just going to look at this. What's on there? Come here. Come here. Come here. Stand in. Yeah. Scone Harper. I think Scone Harper are going to get out with looks like. What? I don't know what it is. Yeah, the 10th and 1, yeah. I don't know what There's nothing to be saying on there. He's probably two then. Um, this is on there. Hold on. Hold on. Scumpo. Scumpo. I know. Yeah, old I think I think yeah, all of all of farm is good, but they don't look like they're gonna do much. Carlisle struggling. Colchester, Barrow. John Sheridan's had some bounce there, all of them looks like. Late and Orient are struggling, eh? They did last five on the bounce. That could be an interesting What about the championship? Um one of well, I suppose it wouldn't be a, a rival, would they? Uh, Luton Town. Luton. They're doing really well, aren't they? Where are they? Yeah, they're, I've, I've seen their result, their recent results. They're all right, actually. Yeah. They're doing pretty good. They remember they were. Remember yeah, they, they're um, in six. They're in the playoffs. They won three in the They 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 were smashing the goals. Is remember in League Two. <laughs> Like, they yeah, like they've been on a bounce, haven't they? That's that, that guy. They're, they're, they, they, what's the Jones, isn't it? Your man Jones, the Welsh guy's um, manager. He'd left to go to Swansea and then came back, didn't he? Very Eddie Howe like. Remember Eddie Howe? Wet left yeah, and went yeah. to boat left. Yeah. 
Bournemouth and went to Burnley and then came back. This is very, very similar uh, scenario. That'd be so much achievement if you got Luton Town. That's a free score in, in the championship. There's three London clubs up there. Yeah, Fulham. QPR. QPR. Well, Luton. So Luton. They're not really London. Luton are not, I don't know. Luton aren't in London, no. Just outside. I would have said Luton. Bed, Bedfordshire. I think Fulham are going to come up anyway. I think that's nearly done, isn't it? They're flying. Yeah, they're, you can watch them. They're a bit of a yo-yo club, though, aren't they, Fulham? They're up and down, up yeah. and down, aren't they? Every yeah. season. So they're getting, they're getting the, the parachute payments, aren't they? Like 30 or 40 yeah. million. Well, for, for so they're able to stay a step that. ahead of everyone. Like your man Mitrovic, he has to be on thirty or forty grand a week, doesn't he? Like he's got thirty-three goals. Bournemouth are two games behind Fulham, and they've got um, sixty-one points, and they're nine points behind. So they actually could be a point behind them. Yeah, yeah. So Bournemouth doing pretty well again. Probably parachute payments, like you say. Yeah. They'd all, they'd all be on bit. They'd have. They, they didn't really lose anyone because no one really wanted any of their players. Remember years ago, it'd be like the ground. That's like, like a, Jamie. No, Jamie. If Jamie said there, please ground. People want Bamford, Phillips, the keeper, me, me, um, Moiler, Miale, or whatever his name is. Just players, Rafinha. You go, yeah. But when when Fulham and Barnum went down, there was no one of any real quality that you went. Oh, right. And anyone that was decent, they kept like Mitrovic and that. Like Barmet, Barmet, Barmet side wouldn't be much different than the one that went down. And I don't think anyone would have really taken any of their players, wouldn't they not? Like probably not. I don't think they were. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't have taken any of their players. But... Yeah. So I think I think that that sort of uh, that sort of uh, fell nicely for them, hasn't it? Yeah. It's... Uh, let's see if they can stay in actual well they were in the Premier League quite a long time, weren't they? Um, yeah, they did far more things, didn't they? Yeah. So I think did former flues Fraser and Wilson. Well, are sneaking up there, well, are they? What's that, Jamie? Didn't Fraser, is it Fraser and Wilson left when it went straight down? Yeah, yeah, but Wilson. Yeah, but Wilson went to Fulham, didn't he? He was only on loan. Wilson's at Fulham. And they lost the lad, um, can't say his name, plays for Villarreal, Dan Juan, the winger. Uh, gave, yeah, gave, gave uh, Dallow an awful time at Old Trafford, remember? Yeah. But when Fulham went down, Mitrovic, you probably say, is their best player, but he didn't exactly like the Premier League. No, but he did this the last time. He did really well. He did really well in the championship. Championship standard. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-three goals he had this championship. Derby could still still stay up. Probably will. Champions. Where are they? Where are they? 
They are second bottom. Oof. 21 points. Yeah. Eight points from safety, but... Yeah, they've had 20 points deducted, haven't they? They've still got 12 games to go, haven't they? Yeah, still 12 games so they, to go. If they, uh, uh, what's, their, what's their form like? Mm, patchy. Two wins, three losses in the last four. 10-12-12. So, mm. yeah. 1-10, one, one, drawn 10. Lost 12. Lost 12 not very good, though, is it? Eh? No, no. They're drawing an awful lot of games. It's mid-table form. If you look at the table, like the teams that have lost 12, 13 games are 13, 14 from 15th. So they are they are on course to stay up, but they need to start start winning games rather than having a 10 in their column for <laughs> 12 in their column for losses, I mean. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah. We'll see. Derby probably will stay up. That mean that mean Barnsley and Reading or Cardiff will go down if, if Derby stay up. I think Cardiff might be okay. They're, they're look, they're, they're 26, aren't they? they should be okay. Reading were Cardiff really probably. struggling, weren't they? Yeah, Reading. That's a surprise because they weren't look, weren't long that go. They were in the bloody them and Barnsley were in the um, prem. weren't that long ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paul Ince got that job. He's a new gaffer there, isn't he? What, oh, already? Yeah. First job, oh, no. I think, in five or six years. Oh, I think he's longer than five or six years. I think he's even longer than that. So that'd be interesting. I think he won his first game, he lost his last game. Because he, he talks a big game, doesn't he, Paul Ince? He does, he does, yeah. Does well, he's united through and through, so what do you expect? Talks are not the amount of crap. It's not united through and through, he plays Liverpool. Ah, uh, well, you, you know, let's no, let's that word's banned on this chat. It's banned. Let's not let's not talk about that. He was united until he fucking decided to cross the Mersey to Bassett. You won't go back to the bread and butter, do you? <laughs> Unless you're Michael Owen. Right, so... Oh, Mike, don't mention Michael Owen. Holy shit. Liverpool hero and he won a Premier League title of us. Mate, he won a Ballon d'Or getting 16 league goals. Steve Bruce won, yeah, he's got he's won the Ballon d'Or. He was a good player, Michael Owen, in fairness. At Liverpool yeah. he was, anyway. Fairness, I tell you what, you won't be getting a Ballon d'Or for a fucking uh, country, will you? Jesus Christ, I didn't believe, I didn't realize Buffon was 46. Yeah, 46. No, he's 44. He'd be 46. No way, he's 46. <laughs> he'd be 46 when his contract ends. I thought it would be 46 by I would give my best. He signed for uh, Palmer, yeah. He's 44. Yeah. He's 44. And if he fought, he what got a two-year contract. Yeah. Martin being still playing at that age. Holy shit. 46. Yeah, but that's not that old. Unbelievable. 
Must be the oldest one of the oldest. When he finishes, he's got to be one of the oldest keepers, surely, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think anyone has been in the mid 40s. In his 50s. Jesus. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah. Who was 50? What? A Japanese look guy. Some uh, Japanese guy. Yeah, what, 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 what level was he playing at, though? He plays second division or second tier now. Japan. J League, J League two. Oh, J League, yeah, but that, does that does that really equate to like the Serie A? How do we know? Well, I don't, think so. like, we I don't, don't know. know. That's what I'm asking. What I mean, yeah, I mean like when you see yeah. a South American league, you don't know the standards of it, really. Yeah, but I mean, you know, for him, yeah, but for him to be running around for maybe forty minutes or forty-five minutes or whatever it is at. At a, you know, good level. I mean, at fifty, that's that's really good. Yeah, yeah. any level of football is unbelievable. He's good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that is what. It, I'm just saying, does it equate to like the Serie, like the Serie A level? I don't know. I don't know what sort of level it is. But it's still good. Definitely not that... Buffon's level, anyway. Well, no. Yeah, I, I, I take him a Man United ahead of the hair. <laughs> 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 I think several, several Japanese players joined Celtic. Yeah. Decent, yeah. decent standard. The guy's name yeah, they've been is good, Kazuyoshi Morara. He's born in 1967. He's 55. Yeah. Oh. He's David as well. Genoa. Did he? Camara, Santos. I'm tired. I'm tired. I just think of a match. Same here. Well, I'm only forty-two. Well, I mean, you know, I'm. Um, I'll be. Uh, I'll be forty-one in the next couple of weeks, and uh, I'm. I'm playing Saturday and Sunday. And um, funny enough, I. I kind of well. Do I feel fitter now than I did in my? 20s and 30s. Well, I, I think I look after myself better. Um, yeah. and, You're wiser. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. That's but I mean, boy. I think, yeah, I think literally what it is, you know, once your kind of legs, well, not go, but, you know, once you've lost a, a couple of yards pace, then, you know, you actually start realizing who had the decent footballers and uh, especially playing open age on a, you know, Sunday, it's, uh, um, it, you know, it's it's just about you know your mentality and you know just kind of making sure that you don't get exposed in in like certain positions. But yeah. honestly, I, I I can think that anyone can play open age football. It's just about using your football intelligence. Yeah. Make you feel worse. The problem is, according to Guinness World Records, the oldest professional footballer was seventy four years old this year. <laughs> He played in the third division in Egypt. He played one game, Egypt. but he scored as well. He made his save in eight seventy four. No way! It's on FIFA's website. Uh, you'd be you'd be gutted, wouldn't you? Like imagine imagine oh, everybody tomorrow. You know, Wimbledon announced some fella that's seventy four. You go, oh my god, clubbing gone. <laughs> Don't worry, he scores goals as well as saves them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My boy's uh, uncle still plays. He's 70. He still plays five or so. 
To be oh, honest, he's scored, scored, he scored, he scored a penalty. So he's better at penalties than Kepa. He's got a penalty last few minutes. Let's look at it. Uh, well, he, was, he was inspired by that Japanese bloke I mentioned in his interview with FIFA. Oh, so, 74 years old. Fair play to him. Yeah. Fair play. I hope they had a defib at the side of the pitch from just in case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Or just a ready made coffin. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even be up for a bit of bedroom action at 74 and everyone getting on the pitch. <laughs> I tell you. So, here's a question. Champions League. I was thinking about this today. Not who's going to win it. Is the Champions League at its weakest level? In what no. way? I don't see any real outside the, the the three English guys. I know United are still there, but I'd be very surprised when I do anymore. But outside of City, Chelsea, and Liverpool, I don't see any real threats to no. the Premier League. No, I don't see it at all. I look maybe Bayern Munich, Paris Saint Germain, but Bayern Munich are becoming like Celtic and Rangers. They're going for yeah. their tenth league in a row which can create a little oh, yeah, yeah it, it, they're not they're not they're not really challenged so when yeah, you have to up at a level in Europe we have to up it in Europe against better teams concentration levels need to be higher intensity needs to be higher they, 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 unless they get a good draw they could struggle I don't see the Spanish clubs Paris Saint-Germain are similar I know they didn't win the league last year but they're winning it you know three far in the bounce before they lose one again Competition levels wouldn't be high. If Dortmund got beat five 0 there a couple of weeks, and they're only they're second in the league. So, what's everyone's thoughts on that? Is the Champions League an opportunity for Premier League clubs to dominate for the next three, four, five years? Like I Barcelona are still in the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I think complete domination. Like Europa League, Europa League, it's just anybody can be anybody. If you look yeah. at the Champions League. So you've got the teams in England that are fighting week in, week out against decent teams. Anybody can beat anybody. You don't know who's going in the league. You look at France, you've got pretty much one team wins every year. Germany yeah. the same. Yeah. Now you've got Barca completely flopped off. You've got Atletico Madrid who won it last year. But in, in general, it's Real Madrid or Barca win it. There's not many teams competing. Italy, mm-hmm. the same team. Yeah. You know, you Everywhere, Portugal. Dutch League has two teams, really. Yeah. Spartan Lisbon won their first league title in 19 years. Yeah. So that's it. That's a that's a bit of a domination as well. Coasting every single week. If you're PSG, you're used to coasting. Now, if you're City and you go and play, so a lead teams are going to go for you. It's different. So they're used to to intensity. Week in, week out. Yeah, exactly. It tends to yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think Champions League is overrated. It's the same teams that sort of win it every sort few years. The group stages are quite fixed who gets who. I think Man City plays Shakhtar every year, which is, you know, where it has to be. Europa League, you get a Barcelona, you get a different teams almost all the time. Then I saw a stat, I think it was 13 of the last 16 
are different from the year before. You know? I don't like this whole seeding teams or you know, Man United can't play on this group or Man United, you know. Wait, stick them all in. If you get a group of Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, so be it. Don't see teams or say, oh, you must be in this team. Yeah. The only thing that stops the English clubs getting out of their group stage is complacency, really, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you think, you know, like going out of their group stage last year, we only, played, we only played two bad halves of football. You know what I mean? First half against Leipzig mm. and the, the second half against like Paris Saint-Germain. You know what I mean? Like, like a share game and we've got absolutely just made mistakes. Oh, yeah, the bad share, yeah. We do, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was yeah, just pure complacency. The amount of money in the Champions League compared to Europa League. Europa League feels it's a proper old-school football competition. You know, Rangers yeah. just battered Dortmund. You look at Champions League, it's like, well, we need to keep the rich cubs happy because they don't want to risk another Super League. Yeah. And it's, you know, well, that's the only reason, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But obviously, the Premier League is the biggest money. I remember when Norwich got relegated and Madrid won the Champions League. Norwich got more money for coming bottom of the Premier League than Madrid did. Yeah. And the FA Cup's at 1.5 now. Nothing. Yeah. It's rubbish. That's why, that's why the. Uh... That's why Liverpool haven't really gone for domestic trophies in the last couple of years, isn't it? Because <laughs> they, they couldn't justify. But if you remember last it's year, it's banned. No, last last year Liverpool this is played banned. from. Oh Jesus Christ! No, no, I'm not, I'm not having to pop off Liverpool. But what, uh, if you remember <laughs> last year, last year in the, the last group stage game. Liverpool were true, but they they feel it a full strength side because they wanted to win it to get the prize. You get a million quid for every win, not a million and a half or so. And then they go out and they play in the League Cup and Klopp's pulling a couple of guys from the cops to play. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like it, it, there is there is priority. A lot of clubs prioritise where the cash is going to come in, isn't it? Like. Can't see the yeah. Spanish clubs doing much in the next few years either. Like Barcelona are signing secondary players. I know Abang Yang is doing well, but like your man Luke De Jong is a he's terrible. He's, I don't think he's a terrible player, but he's not a Barcelona player, is he? Like, what you're saying about the money, I think you can see it from the investment from owners. Because United and Arsenal, their owners only invest enough with the aim of getting top four. It's never that extra little bit just you know to compete the league titles. Like give them Champions League, that's the money. It's never like we're going to give you the three, four world class players to perfect the team and really go for a league title. Because the difference yeah. in money between fourth and first isn't it's, no, yeah, it's not worth the investment. Yeah, they can say I said that a few well, years, and that's why Arsenal million. never kicked on. Six seven Arsenal. million, but if you want to buy CDM like say Rice, hundred million. Yeah. So there's no value in it. Like you can't even go to you can't even go to clubs now and lower league and say, Oh you know, Harry Maguire, I want your player. Forty mil. Nah, it's eighty mil. They can yeah. charge what they want. Because there's money there. Yeah. You even see it in the championship. 
Lapham refuses to sell um, Diaz, Roberto to Diaz. Yeah. 30 million late now. 30 million. Right, haven't it? Because the money to get in the Premier League is that much. Yeah. It's been relegated from Premier League, it's like 62 or 72 million. Silly. When you think of a 30 million for a championship striker, it's savage, isn't it? Yeah, they're thinking we can't replace them. We can get them up and sell them in the summer. Then they've got the money from Premier League and the money from Diaz. Yeah. Business that's. I don't think there's any disagreeing with that. Well, I mean, again, if you look at uh, the Liverpool squad that took all of the penalties, I mean, that's a. that's a, that's a squad that's probably worth over a, a billion pounds. No, that's used that word. Banned. What? Liverpool winning a trophy? No, no, no. The word Liverpool's banned. You can't say it. No, but I mean, it, I, I, but, I mean I'm, 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 I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, exactly no. what we said about, you know, all of Liverpool's 20, like, 11 players that took penalties, you know, they're probably combined price right now is probably close to you know half a billion i might i mean it's probably a billion more um oh sorry um half a million no 500 million um half a billion yeah no yeah you're right i think you're right there therese yeah so yeah, it's it's not about money. I mean, let's you know. Uh... Liverpool act like they haven't spent money in the league. They spent seventy five million on goalkeeper, eighty million on centre back. Fabinho was forty. There's such. Haaland was forty million. Jota's forty million. You want you've got a couple, you know, James Milner, Robertson on the cheap, Trent from the academy. Jargon was thirty million. You know, you're not Burnley. You're not Brighton. Pick up players in 1.2 million or ever yeah. in grey. You was yes, you sold Coutinho. We still spent it. Same thing with Spurs on Pochino. He signed 60 players. He spent 340 million. It's only the last two windows he didn't buy anybody because he had the perfect 11 he needed. He couldn't strengthen the 11. In, in modern football, you cannot compete without money. Even Leicester, they broke. Um, FFP in, in the championship to get out and they got a fine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think Barmouth were were were, were nearly uh, fined as well because they they overspent to get into the Premier League. I think you get two years to pay it back or something, some bizarre thing like that. But I think I think what Liverpool, I think what people what, what Liverpool are saying is. They've sold players. They've balanced the books. They've not said. They've not said that. They've not spent, but they've only spent what they've brought in. You know what I mean? Like they got twenty million for Solanke. I don't understand for, why it's going to be for Coutinho. when they just like, when we discuss transfers in football in general. It's okay. They sold if, this much. They made this much. This is what out was put in. That's not how business works in football. They make money from merchandise, whatever. Why is it only going to be players you sell as players you buy? Because that's not how FFP works. If Man United got a sponsorship for 50 million, 
they can use that on players. That's what it's there for and for wages. It's not you've got to sell the same amount of players you've got to sell to buy. If, and it's all about net spend. But that's the whole point of merchandise and tickets and TV money and I think transfer is probably the smallest part of it. Yeah. Yeah, if you get 19 million for winning the Premier League, that's 19 million you can spend on players. Oh, just simplifying it, you might spend on other things, but a big chunk of that is going to your onto your players, be it, be it wages, be it transfer fees. Don't understand the obsession that it has to be we sold Coutinho for 160 million and then we spent that much money. Yeah, look, you're balancing the books, aren't you, as well? Like, you know, the wages and all that as well. But I, I do think they've been quite, they've been very, very savvy without, without over, over stretching themselves. But I think someone mentioned it today in work. Like, they bought Liverpool for what, three, four hundred million, and they'll be valued at what, three to four billion. They, they've done, they've done really well, but they fell, I think they, they, they fell, they fell into a, what would you say a better rose is when they got Jurgen Klopp, didn't they? Like, you know, he's able to bring players in and they fit a system. And that's what I was saying about structure earlier on. They've got a really good structure from the bottom up. Now, like, because if you don't have it from the bottom up rather than the top down, it doesn't work. The manager's got, the manager head coach has to make most, for me, he has to make some of the best decisions because, you know, a player comes in and doesn't fit a system. You've got all guys making decisions that are not down on the training ground and whatnot. You know, I think that that's a that's a big part of it as well. Mr. Gordon, how are you? How about that, everyone? What, what, what are we talking about now? I'm here. What is the subject now? I it's think it was just... Ragnick's going to win the Champions League. Yeah. Was it about Liverpool? <laughs> no, it's been what? banned. Liverpool's been banned from the chat. What is tonight's topic? Uh, we didn't really have one tonight. I think we had more like uh, we were chatting about FIFA and we were chatting about Champions League, um, uh, and we were chatting about the appointment, uh, some of the appointments in League One and no, Two. No one spoke about VAR. Not yet, no. Yeah, but coach, like there's nothing how wrong. With VAR, Tabriz, please. How no, VAR? Coach. How VAR no. could fix games? No, coach, you know what? It's nothing to do with VAR. I think, you know, people are forgetting the issue here. It's nothing to do with VAR. It's to do with the people who are watching the videos. It's nothing to do with VAR because you still need an official to actually watch the slow-mo. Everyone knows. Uh, well, if you're kind of talking about that Man City game, everyone knows that, you know, everyone knows that that was a penalty. Like, you don't need VAR. I, 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 I thought they got that one right. 
Sorry? I played, I played an advocate on that as a ref. Ref, I'm a United fan. It, we think it's handball, right? The two angles we have, one, you can't see if it's hit his sleeve or not, the yeah. one that's facing him. And the other yeah. one, you've got to see through his arm, so you can't see point of contact. Yeah, in that situation, in that situation, you have to stick the on-field decision. I would like them to say, "Go and look at it yourself, referee. Make your own call." That's not. They're not allowed to do that. They've yeah. got to either make a call that he hasn't made, and yeah. then he looks at it. They can't make a call. Yeah. The same thing happened. Wolves, Man City. Yeah. So, John Moss gave the handball. Yeah. They couldn't be sure it wasn't. Because he gave it, they stuck with him. If he didn't give it, they don't give it. Yeah. If the handball was given, they don't have a rule of it. Jamie, you're uh, a Pardon? You're a record then? Yeah. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Tabrice I wish it was a penny. I'm I wish it was a penny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but... yeah. Tabrice has got to take away the emotion he's got about him. He's got to take away the emotion. I've got to take away that emotion of... But, you want to talk about VAR, how it can not get recorded. I just think you can fix games with that VAR. I think it's very dodgy, man. Fix games? Not like... No. Not, no, 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 not in the Premier League. You won't be able to fix why, games. Why? why not in the Premier League? It won't happen. Okay. So, what is way too and much money and that's why that's why they fix it no I, I, um, I think it's the official you know um, I think um, they should I mean again I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with VAR it's just the officials that are, that are actually um, reviewing the I, videos I dis- Toby I'll disagree with the officials I'll tell you why the same officials Chris Kavanagh is seen as one of the best VARs in the world by FIFA and UEFA. He's probably going to World Cup on the shortlist. The difference is guidance. And that's from Mike Riley. If you watch these referees in Champions League, it's different. They're told to do certain processes in a different way. And that's down to Mike Riley. With UEFA, it's Rossetti and Colina. MLS is Howard Webb. Um, There's also the issue of burnout. Because it takes a long time to become a top referee in a country. You don't just turn up and start day one, 10, 15 years. There's not enough referees to do what they've got to do. Most are doing a game on a Friday as fourth official or as VAR, then doing a game Saturday, possibly a Monday, traveling for a midweek game, Champions League, FA Cup. There are way too many games because the pool's smaller. If you look at the championship, there isn't a great group of referees to call up. At every level, we've got a shortage of referees. Since the pandemic, 14,000 have quit. And, and, I told, and I totally agree with you, but, whoops, but are you saying that burnout caused the, the fifth official, the VIR official, to, to miss that handball? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, burnout from the amount of games we're doing. So they've put... Fitbits and whatnot, the heart trackers on VAR referees. And they burn more calories and sweat more doing VAR than they do in the pitch because it's new to them. The referees out on the field will be doing it decades. 
VAR is such a new thing. Everyone's watching. They don't have the sound of TV. They're locked into a room. You can't come in or out. No interference. And they, they can miss things. They can actually miss things. That's why there's multiple people on the cameras. I don't like VAR. So oh, what do you like then? So what is it that you, that you do like? How, how about I, don't that? like I don't like much things as you know, Tobias. <laughs> doesn't like you're defending terrorists. <laughs> about what do I like? I think the VAR is dodgy. Dodgy. assistant referee. I think I it's think the opposite. I think the two goals in the final the other day should have stood. Nah. Offside. No. I think uh, Lukaku. Yeah, I, I, again, I think you know. Again, if Lukaku and Barry, I think one of them should have stood. Lukaku's yeah. goal should have stood. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, he was a very unlucky against Liverpool, who won the league a few times. From his armpit, he's offside. The red line goes through his arm. <laughs> The, the stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. People look at it as the red line stops at his arm. They're not measuring where the line hits. They've, they've continued past that point to the armpit. It's a straight line from the ground up. They've ignored his arm. It's they the top of his shoulder. They can, they can move that line how they want now. This is, this is not good. Football's no. No. Because they don't draw the lines up. They don't draw lines. They click the point. It's the line, the measurement is automated. So they would put a point of Van Dyke's toe and they put the point level with thingy. The referee has to accept it. It's just, the referee doesn't make the decision where the points are. It's, it's a technician. It's an IT technician. And the resolution they're looking at is over 8K. So it's, it's not powerful for our screens. ESPN, they get it. They get the um, resolutions. Do you think that everyday football man wants to hear that? It's the you way it is. They... The clubs, the clubs want VAR, and it's coming to the championship. Some clubs might have wanted it, but not now. I bet a lot oh, of clubs you... don't. No, it was you because there's so much money in it. They don't want his offside robbed. So you, think, you go down to there's been the Chelsea one when Drogba was offside many years ago, and they won the league. They literally yeah. won the league because Drogba was offside. It wasn't given. But because the drug was offside, that's why they won the league. No, but that's one example. Or we, we've seen it in cup games. But we're all the, if, the clubs won it because there's so much money at risk. Uh, you know, if you miss out on Champions League position because the VAR was wasn't there, the clubs could be angry. They got that much money in it. That's what I'm trying to say. I think VAR is getting it wrong. They're not. Yeah, it's just spoiling the game. We're just spoiling the game. Thank you. Oh, Jesse's here. It's not spoiling the Barry, game. Barry, he's spoiling the game. Do you it want is not VAR? spoiling the game, Jesse. And Hold good on. evening, Jesse. No, I'm listening point to the yeah. Barry, the point of VAR yeah. is not to re referee the whole game. It's for yeah. those where the referee has missed or has said something that mm. is wrong. This is the issue we don't, unless you're a referee, you don't understand what the referees are saying. Uh, this is why I, I wish IFAB would allow it. And the FA are talking to IFAB 
to allow mm. it in a Premier League next season. So we can they hear what's there. But Clay, I've yeah. not seen enough consistency. I've not seen enough consistency. Because, Barry, because, because no two you champions... You're going to go against your team. You're, you're Man United, isn't it? Yep. The Middlesbrough decision. Come on, man. That's handball. <laughs> you think that's handball? It's not. It's not handball. No, because... Because there's three things has to be with handball, right? The law change again and season to make it simpler. Was his hand deliberate? No. Jamie, he controlled the ball with his hand. I know. I'm not, that's not the he law. Got an, he law got is... an advice from using his hand. Barry, Barry it, but it's not. Let me explain, let me explain the law. Let me explain exactly. No, was, you, coach, please, please, coach, please listen to Jamie. Please, coach. I mean, Jamie, Jamie, it's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of opinion. We can decide. This man gave it advice from using his hand. I'm asking a simple question. He gave yes, advice. He does. His hand. He does. But Barry, there is nothing in law about gaining advantage. There's three options now. Deliberate? No. Was his hand in unnatural position or not justifiable, justifiable by his back body movement? He's jumping down. His arm is where it should be. So no. Did he score? No. It feels like it should be handball. You can't give it. They did score from it, James, didn't they? Pardon? They did score a goal from that. Yes, but he didn't score it. Oh my God! If that's still saying. No, it has to be immediate. So last season, season, I'm here to last change season, rules. Disallowed. Last season, I am disallowed. here to change rules. Do you remember last season when we were in handballs and then three, four passes later, it mm. it was disallowed. It brushes arm. That's what happened. So we changed it. So it has to be the person who scores the goal. So do you agree with the rule? What, what happened at Middlesbrough? No, I don't. No, I don't. But the referees had no choice but to give it. And that's what I've had to say. If that feels like it shouldn't be given, then you've got to write the laws and make sure that's not given. But how do you do that? Because he didn't deliberately handle it. His arm was natural as his body movement is coming down. And he didn't score. His teammate scored. So, uh, Coach Barry, what would be the alternative to VAR? This would be what alternative? Go back to how it was. We had that, we had that, but because of TV, social media, fans begging for it, saying, we're watching match today, he's offside, we've lost that game. Well, this is what the people asked for, and now we have it, they're complaining. Because it's still happening. There's still mistakes, there's always going to be mistakes in football. There's always there going always to be opinion. Be. There always will be, because it's, it's human error. Yeah. Human errors as officials, but mistakes. And the clouds, those clouds they got in VR, they have a laugh at the moment. Yeah, a lot of time <laughs> when you see things where you say, "Oh, that should have been given." Well, if the referee, the way it goes is the process is the referee will say, "I've seen this, this, and this." Mm. If VR says, "Okay, you can justify that," I can come in. If he's seen nothing or he's seen completely opposite, that's when it could be a clear and obvious error. And this is why we need the audio. Because when you get people like Peter Walton explaining to Rio Ferdinand and Savage why it's been given, and they said, no, nah, I don't agree. Like, and they're not listening to why. Um, there was one when it was Harry Maguire fouled someone. Foul, no, Cavani. Cavani was fouled someone or whatever, and they thought it was for offside or foul. And the restart was, by the ref, it was one who came back in offside position. They're like Van Dyke on 
last Sunday. Um, the referee indicated that he was offside. His arm was up by the foul. And they were debating whether it was a foul or not. But the referee didn't give a foul. He'd given offside. I think it was Villa. A Villa player comeback interfered with Cavani. Yeah. And it was just disallowed. And that's the same thing that happened with Van Dyke. Van Dyke came back, offside position, interfered with Reese James. The referee put his arm up and indicated offside. But Peter Walton said this, and the pundits were kept saying it was a foul. Same on match of the day a few, few weeks ago. J- Jermaine Ginas literally said this. I can't believe he's a pundit. He should be sacked just for saying this. They were debating about goal line technology. So there's a ball across the line. It's automated, isn't it? He said it doesn't have... It's, the law isn't, it has to be the whole ball over a line. He was trying to argue if part of the ball's over the line, it's a goal. I'm sorry, you're a professional pundit and you want match a day, which is funded. You shouldn't be a match a day. He said, well, part of the ball's over a line, it's a goal. Yeah, because that's not the law. And he's Who said that? For, Jermaine Ginas. Oh, oh Jermaine Ginas. Yeah. Absolutely embarrassing. Wow. If, if I was paid that much to be on that much to be on TV, you know, should know the laws of the game. You said it was, you said it was, you said it was Jermaine. Yeah, I've seen the clip. It was so bad. It was match today too. You said it worked to breathe. <laughs> <Can't like it. laughs> Might have been you to be honest, Barry. But Jamie, Jamie, some. There's a lot of us who's not going to like, never going to take to VAR. But that's some people. Some people don't like change. But Jamie, you, you have you got VAR? No. But my, the, the game I'm refereeing, it's a bunch of amateurs or semi-pro where there's not millions being on it. Jamie, the money's irrelevant. The money's irrelevant. No, we're all deserve, cricket. Okay, we're all, well, they've got it. We all cricket, deserve tennis. We all, we all deserve good officials, don't we? Yeah, but cricket, tennis, rugby, they yeah. all have these yeah, technologies at the top, the elite sport. You know, you look at NFL, they have yep. videos. Oh yeah. my Jamie, when don't start involved, NFL. they're going to pull it in. Don't, start, don't talk about NFL. <laughs> I know nothing about NFL, honestly. But they have got VAR, though. Because <laughs> the NFL is the most corrupt. Everyone says so corrupt. I'm not, NFL. I'm not spending four hours watching adverts. There's been so them. much dodgy decisions over the last 10 years in the NFL. Don't go there. Mm. Okay, all right. Okay, well, leaving NFL out, but Jamie's right in terms of tennis, cricket, rugby. So, you know, literally, why why did football? You know, you football play. Tabriz is the biggest yes man I know. (laughs) Why am I being drawn into this? Like, (laughs) Jamie's putting you in your place. Jamie's you're putting you in your place, and then you, you know, and then you like mention my name twice. Like, what, you're like the just you're you know, just That's listen right. to what Jamie's saying, and like Why? you know, Why? 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 Like, Jamie's like, not FIFA. Jamie's not FA. 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 
Yeah, but like you just, yeah, but like you just said my name for no apparent reason because you know, because you your, can't your, hold a conversation with Jamie in our world flows, to go to say yes, man. Your name flows off my tongue to be flows, just flows. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to Jamie because Jamie's a ref, so stay out of it. Jamie's a ref. He's saying valid points. He's talking rules. I can see Jamie studies his art. And, and there's laws I don't agree with. So a player... No, but why? That's what I'm saying. I'm expressing what I don't agree with. Yeah. And the priest is telling me to I don't quiet. agree with, but I still have to. <laughs> 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 to be quiet. <laughs> I can't believe it. If a player I it was was a exactly oh. what I was trying to tell Fabrice. Uh, he won't listen. Oh, and then, then, and then there's Jesse. <laughs> there's Jesse in the corner. It feels Jesse it all. And there's, and there's Jesse in the corner now. Pipes up. Yeah, oh. yeah. Because you feel Jamie knows it all. It's a matter of opinion. I, uh, like, I'm, you no, know, Jesse, I'm just I'm listening. I'm explaining it from a law point of view. Not that exactly. I Yeah, but still, no. that doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. The laws, the laws, the law. <laughs> yeah, law yeah, does that changing. mean it's right? It laws mean it's right. Changing, Honestly, referees, I'm not defending every decision referee makes. I've literally said, why was Kate not red carded? Why was Bruno Fernandes not sent off against Southampton? He tried to punch Ward Prowse. You know, I'm my night fan, and I'm saying that's a red card. You know, there are laws that we see that we don't want to, we don't want to punish. When Billy Sharp's daughter died. He took his shirt off for a tribute to her. And the yeah. said, I'm sorry, I've got to book you. He said, yeah, fine. He shook his hand and walked off. But he had to set fucking book him. If he doesn't, no, it's him who gets sanctioned. He's a prick. You think? But the referee didn't. His bosses would then punish him. And it's his promotion and his career. The same in the Premier League. The referee doesn't say, oh, well, if I don't do this, I'm not getting the big games. That Carabao Cup final, that Premier League final, I'm not doing it. When the FA nominate me to the FIFA, but Jamie, list, would you have booked him? It's your boss. If your boss is telling you this is what you got, I'm asking you, would you, would you have booked him? Would you have booked him? Yes. That's what I. That's what I asked. That's what I asked. But like I said, I will apologize. I get it. I apologize. Billy Sharp knew it. He didn't care. He shook his hand, and even after the game, he was set, he was asked himself, "Do you think it was harsh referee booked you?" And he goes, "No." He goes, "It's least of my worries. The referee did his job. I didn't mind." You know, his daughter died a few days ago and he played football. He knew it was going to happen. Oh, that's sad, man. Oh. It is, it is. But the law says if you remove your shirt, it happens. I saw a video where a player, a few weeks ago, a player got subbed. He'd already been booked. As he went to walk off, he took his shirt off. The referee gave him a second yellow. Because that referee has been observed. And if he didn't do it, he's been punished. That's two yellow cards. If that player waited for five seconds... He was off the field of play and so, he would take his shirt off. But then, would you do something like that? What could ruin a great spectacle? You have no choice. That isn't your... There are some laws that are mandatory. So, in refereeing, we're taught to manage the manageable and deal with the ones you haven't. I think you've so still, you you still got yeah. to use your own discretion, though. Exactly. It's completely correct. So, you things that you can try to avoid yellow cards for, bring captains yeah. in, you manage it. But, say, Martinelli, for example. The first one has to give a yellow by law. He has no option. 
because what he's done, what he's done, that's a mandatory yellow. The second one's a promising attack. That's another mandatory yellow. He has no choice. If two players go head to head, they both get yellow cards. Aggressive attitude. If you can get away with it early in the game, you can talk to the captain, bring him in, you manage it. But some things are mandatory cautions. You kick the ball away, mandatory caution. If you punch someone, mandatory red card. You can't manage that. You have to enforce it. You take your shirt off, yellow card. Even if VAR says no goal, you took your shirt off, yellow card. You've actually made that clear as well, to add that to law. Mm. Goal disallowed, it's still a yellow card. If you jump into the crowd, yellow card. You, you see coach coach Barry and Jesse wish you know actually wish that football was literally played like it was in the nineteen seventies. But you know <laughs> probably like things have moved on. I think you know, um you know, things have moved on now. And, and yeah, you know what Jamie's right. You know it's... what's moved on? Tell me has the ball changed shape? What's moved on? Yeah, they are, they put, they, they changed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. now. The West changed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Coach, the ball has changed. What are you gonna yeah. know? Has it changed shape? <laughs> no, no, no. Coach, the ball has changed. What do you know? Okay. You're not yeah. listening to the question, or did you? Ask, oh, you hey, 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 go, hey. <laughs> coach's sidekick. You're not listening. That man and Robin. That man and Robin. As uh, the football change, let me speak. As the football change, is the question he's asking you? Yes, the, yes, the football changed. The speed From... played that. The intensity has played that. The pitches have changed. That is that's a, that is such a it's a, that's a daft question. And the money around it has changed as well. You think about testimonials back in the day. It was to raise money for the player when he retired. Now they're for charity. The players make so much. You know, if, if you're if you make yeah. a bad injury on a player in the sixties, seventies, mm -hmm. his career could be over, and that's his. He wouldn't have the money. Jimmy, are you taking player, are you taking Tabriz to the school of thoughts? Have you taken? I'm still waiting. How much the game has changed? It's changed in my lifetime. One example, right? David Beckham. If he played today, he's centre mid. Ryan Giggs, centre mid. Because they're not natural wingers. They're midfielders. We don't have them anymore. Do you see many right midfielders, left midfielders? They're wingers. That doesn't mean it's changed. It's just an improvement. It's just an <laughs> addition. Uh, okay, okay, so, okay, so literally change. Okay, okay, so change. Okay, so change and improvement don't really mean the same thing. Okay, you know what, Jesse? Thank you. Thank you so much for like joining us at 10 o'clock. You can now exit. So, <laughs> Bruce, you're just listening to Jamie and he's telling you. No. He's telling you and Coach Barry, he's not telling me. No, no, I no. said that the game's changed. <laughs> <laughs> it was glitching me that said that. What's that going to change the Premier League? Has it changed from being 12, um, 11 player on the field? Oh, obviously it... not. Exactly. Has it changed okay. from playing one single football? No. Exactly. No. So what's changed? Okay. I just told Jay, you. Jay, exactly. Jamie just told you the, the, like, things that changed. Wait, wait, wait. 
Are you talking about football football one goalkeeper in the eighties? Has it changed? Football in the eighties survive now. Jamie, 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 wait. Has it changed from being one goalkeeper in the goalpost? No. Has it? No. The goalposts changed. Exactly. Not the game. Laws. Yeah, laws of the game. You can't pass back to the keeper. More laws are implemented. More laws are having added to the um, to the game. Not that it has changed. It's just an additional law. You changed the game. No, it's not. Fifteen years ago, Jesse, you could, all right, you could not shoot from like three years ago. From where? Not shoot from the halfway line on. Starting a game. What are you talking about? about? What about? What are you talking about? (laughs) So, on kickoff, on kickoff. Right, the player can shoot. You oh, go backwards. Three years ago, right? What about even three years ago? If you took a goal kick, it had to leave the box. Now it doesn't. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that like, might even change back. Offside. No, like, offside wasn't offence. Offside wasn't offence. You could literally go hang. And even yellow and red cards were not originally in the game. It wasn't until the 60s. How the are you going back? World Cup was the first I don't know Cup. why. I don't know. I honestly don't know why. Laws have always changed. What was the famous wow. final when a player was 18 years old was about to score and he just got kicked? And that's why he brought red cards. Because the game just got a free kick. There was no red cards. You had one sub. That was it. When was this? When was this? It was the sixties. Before the World Cup. Because the World Cup in England was the first first one, first tournament to have red cards. He got the idea. The head of the FA got the idea when he was at a traffic lights. He saw the lights change. Jesse and Barry do your homework. How the <laughs> FA Cup final. I think it was Leeds Everton. An eighteen-year-old academy guy had run through. He was going to win the FA Cup for Leeds, and an Everton player just booted him. And all it was was a free kick. It's a proper boot. And the press and the fans talked about that's not right. That's not right. Well, now we have sanctions. You... you can't just boot someone on the pitch. Otherwise, why are you Is that context you're talking in? What he's answering? But that's obvious what he's talking if he's going all the way back in history. When they Okay, so. Okay, so literally. I've been watching football. Uh, wow, okay. When he, what he's talking about. No, but like, you know what? No, but again, you, you know, you can't put. <laughs> no, but like, you can't put boundaries on like questions, Coach Barry and Jesse. Or take things out of context. Well, you know, you know, Jamie, I'm very glad that you've schooled Batman and Robin, um, you know, regarding football. So, hey, no. If you give me uh, three or four months, I can tell you the new law changes for next season as well. <laughs> this guy's coming like, I can't understand. What's this? University Challenge? University Challenge? No, I don't think you made a panel. <laughs> yeah. 
the way I see the game has changed is that there's just more athletes in the game now. There's not okay, as so, much, okay, there's so not, there's not as much there's not as much skillful or technical players as there were in the past. All right, okay, so then that means the game's changed, then, right, Coach Barry? Right. So literally, by your by your own admission, the game has changed. Players have changed. The way no, 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 no. But the game's changed. Not every not every team's changed. Not every no, every league. No, but no, but the yeah. players. For the what, players, you know, you're talking about global football in the whole world. I can't answer that question. Well, you know, there's a lot of questions that coach can't answer, but hey, you know, we've just found it out. <laughs> but the breeze can. But the breeze can. You know, you know, Barry. You know, Barry. What they need to but know. Is that football is still played the same way in some part of the world, so he has not changed. That's what I'm trying to say. He has no, he hasn't. He hasn't changed in the rest of the world, the likes of Africa. Asia and all that, he hasn't changed, he still played the same way. So, I don't see um, if Europe or um, um, UEFA is trying to implement some new rules into football, but football at is at a still basic the same level, thing. yeah, you're correct. At a basic level, exactly. So, level what has changed? changed. We've if seen it's it changed globally, Wenger. then it's changed, it's not changed. But the global law changes, like no, offside wasn't not. a thing in every single game, doesn't matter if it's played on the streets of Vietnam in a school game, laws have changed. So, like I said, goal kick. Goal kick can now be played to a teammate inside the area. Three years ago, that was a foul. Has that anyone noticed? Yeah, shoot. You know, hasn't, has that anyone noticed that every time Jesse goes quiet, he's like drinking either a pint of water or like, you know, <laughs> he's drinking something else. You're going to hear it's goal kick. It is absolutely what, I, what I'm doing. Why are you listening to what I'm doing? You're supposed to be recording. Yeah, but Jesse. One of the biggest changes we've seen in our lifetime is the Premier League and how Wenger came in and changed the diets of everybody. We saw the money coming to Premier League improve stadiums. I'm reading a book called The Club. Yeah, uh, when the Premier League... That, that it's not Wenger that did that. When the Premier no, League what? was formed, mm-hmm. when the Premier League was formed, only one Premier League stadium had toilets for, for ladies. What sort of nonsense is that? You couldn't take kids to a game? Sense. I think it's a common sense. Where in a, in a place where you have two... Uh, uh, two opposite sex that comes to watch football, you should have two toilets. But that wasn't a thing. Yeah, well, but you know, that's not change. That's where Premier League changed. That's not improved. change. That's not a change. Yeah, it's a change when the diets, <laughs> when, when footballers are eating a particular diet, when they implement it, that's a change, but that doesn't mean it's change. Football, that's not football in changing. It's the athletes that are changing. And the athletes are playing the football match. But also the the fans around it. The fans around it. Women's football, for example. Women's football was changing so much because it was banned in this country. It was banned for 50 years. You go back and look before it was banned, the Women's FA Cup final, almost every single year, had more people attending than the men's. For 50 years it was banned. Don't check the FA's own website, they admit that. This is why I think the Premier League and the FA should pay themselves because they banned it. The FA banned it. They should pay women to play football because a hey. lot of football, not hundred grand a week, 
but enough so they don't have to work a part-time job. There are so many footballers in the Women's Super League who are meant to be professional, who are teachers, are nurses. How can they train so, full-time? Full-time, Jamie. Arsenal comes full-time now. Arsenal? I think there's a few clubs. I think, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not, all, not, yeah. not all clubs. Let I think Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, I think United, I believe. Yeah. So Casey Stoney was manager of the women's team for Man United. England legend. Mm. She walked out because of the facilities at Manchester United. Manchester United. They couldn't even get the right facilities. They were short on balls. They were choking no. 3G pitches. She walked no, out. It's women's, women's football, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, bad. but the women's football suffered because it was banned. So if, you, if you pay them to be professional athletes, and the referees as well, because the referees are still not doing it professionally, and they're behind them on the standards of level, the, the, the ability of the players gets better because they train full-time. They... Referees are better. You can then get better investment. I'm not saying then give them salad wages, but thirty thousand pound a year is enough. Well, not enough, but it's a no, start. If you, no, no. What, what I mean is, if you're in London, yeah, different. But say you're living up in Newcastle or whatever, you you can earn thirty thousand and work full time, right? You're not thinking about I'm earning a lot of players. A lot of women's super league players get paid less than the conference. And players in a conference can be full-time. How can you be a professional game if all your players aren't professional? You pay them full-time, they train full-time, standards improve, they then, then get better investment, then they get better sponsorship, and they stand by themselves. The women's game has suffered through no fault of their own. Completely FA's fault. They should make it pay. I think, you know... Going, 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 going back to our, you know, our, our kind of comments back and forth. I think some changes to the game are good. And again, you know what? Yes, I do agree with Jesse and Coach as well, Coach and Barry. That you know, sometimes we really we like, like to uh, create different scenarios or create different rules just just for the sake of it. Um, but you know, um, again, there's so much money now involved, so much investment. Um, you know, changes, you know, uh, changes in you know, things, things like sport will, will always happen. Um, and, you know, you know, we are, we are like still having discussions about certain, certain situations. Cause, you know, I think one of the things about VAR was like, okay, well, if VAR is everything a hundred percent correct, then there's, then there's like nothing to talk about, you know, afterwards like the kind of punditry is going to be dead the analysis is going to be rubbish you know rubbish etc but because there's still mistakes in certain things we can have these discussions about var and and offsides and technology and referees etc so um it is what it is and and uh you know um but again yeah um some some that change is good um and yeah, I, I just hope that they don't tamper with it too much where yeah, it, it like becomes like the NFL or literally like baseball where it's just, you know, uh, timeouts and and the whatnot. Not to fix it as well. Don't forget, don't forget. Not to fix it as well. 
Lots of matches in the American <laughs> Yeah, I agree yeah. football as well. There's, Lots of matches. The concern is, football fans always want to be right. You can explain something to them, explain the law, like Barry, and and you still think he's right. That's right. No, but, no, no, but you see, Jamie, Barry is very hot-headed, like, you know, you know like, he doesn't listen. Um, you, you know, like, you've got to talk to coach in a certain way, and you've got to let him talk, and then he just run out of steam, and then Jesse will come in with his big I am status. <laughs> And then if you, when they both calm down, then, you know, we can literally have an intelligent conversation like we're having right what, now. What hope do we have as players, referees, whatever, if we see professional pundits, international players, being told the law by people like Peter Walton and not listening and disagreeing? Because they don't like they, it, Jamie. They don't like They don't it. like being wrong. They don't they like don't being like wrong. The rules. They don't like from the rules. No like referees, no referees, but they're explaining why that's been given. And they're like, no, no, that's wrong. It must be this. You know just said, about, even the referees don't like it. They should complain as well. They should complain no, as well. They do. They, there is feedback on laws. It goes for, for the FA to the IFAB and gets discussed. And things do get changed from the elite game. But what hope do we have if Rhea Fernand is chatting nonsense and everybody's seeing that thing, oh, Rhea must be right? Because they talk down to Peter Walton. Bobby Savage does the same thing. What hope do you have? I guarantee you, if we start having referees' audio being played, they will still say, no, I disagree. They're explaining why they're given something and the process, and they'll say, no, he's wrong. But you think the guy who's professionally trained does this every day of his life for 10, 15 years doesn't know the law? He knows the law, but... Sometimes the law, the, the rules you're putting in, the players don't like it, the coaches don't like it, managers don't like it. They don't like the way you're interpreting the rule. But it's not even it's not even laws that's been interpreted. So, begin this season, the handball law changed, right? So if, like you said, you know the um, if it hits a player, but then he passes it, it counts as a goal, right? Pep Guardiola, yeah. first game of the season, this happened to him against Wolves. And he was questioned why he was given. No, sorry, season before. But season before, when they actually hit a player, they went in. So it was after the City game. City against Spurs in the Champions League, right? And they went out. The law changed. So it would have been, if it hit a second player, then he passed it, disallowed. And he was, he literally said, why was this given three months ago, not now? I don't get it. I don't get the law. Well, Mr. Guardiola, every season... The select group referees, the best referees in the country, they go around to the clubs, top clubs, and they sit them all down in, in, a, in a room and explain the law changes. They don't fucking listen. They're on their phones. The law had changed. Pep Guardiola, one of the best coaches in the world, does not understand the law handball has changed because he was literally complaining about it. Do you remember the Man City game against Spurs? Hit his so arm. Why did, this, why did they change the law? Because the ball hit his arm and went in. And nobody wants that, do you? So they changed it so they hit your arm or a teammate hit his arm. That's what it was. People actually complained. I think it was like Lorente or something. It hit his arm and then went in in Champions League. But his arm was by his side. He didn't do anything wrong. I'm, just finding, I'm finding it more and more confusing. 
Seriously. I would say handball law now is simple is the simplest ever been. Harry, when was the last time you read the laws again? Um back in nineteen eighty two or three. There you go then. They change every season. So you can't question law if you don't know law. Same as players question the coach when they're not a coach. If you, if you don't understand the coaching methods, why they question you? It's like, are you a trained doctor? No. Would you question a surgeon in operation? No, he knows yep. what he's doing. I would. I hope. <laughs> You're not going to question the surgeon. You're not going to question <laughs> That's why I have to seems to be the modern world. Everybody wants to be an expert on everything. Is that two years? I've had this question, if I'm an expert, I will question you. Last two years, everyone's been an expert on COVID. Now everyone's an expert on international relations. Which is actually my story. It's like, there's a lot of people that are experts on everything, you know, these days. Jamie, you know your there's a guy in question time. He came up with some nonsense and about COVID and the vaccine. And then scientists there was like, I'm telling you that's not true. Even the host was like, that's not true. That's not true. I literally made the vaccine. I know my, I, you know, he built a vaccine against um, Ebola. This is an expert, but some guy who's got a degree in philosophy thinks he knows what a, a, an expert has. You know, I'm not going to Pep Guardiola and tell him he's got to play 4-2-3-1. Who am I to have Pep Guardiola to coach? Mm. But that's my point. If you're upsetting the managers and referees, some of the best referees don't agree and the world's best players aren't happy with some of the rules and the rule changes, don't you think it should be looked at? And they are looked at every single year. They get discussed in January and February. The new season. Yeah, but who decides? Who decides in the end? IFAB. I'm trying to say. So whether they like it or not, IFAB's going to make the decision. Yeah, but IFAB is made up of half of it is the English FA, the Irish, and the Scottish. The other half is FIFA. It's so all, the, all the leagues have all the leagues have, have have someone on their behalf. It's all discussed. Yeah, it's not currently FA, but it's a Lancashire FA turn up. And and people, I found will speak to people who who are experts on the game, and they're on the advisory panel. So Mark Van Basten's on it. Um, Arsene Wenger, he's on the advisory panel. These are people who know the game. It's not, you know. Big Dave from Dog and Duck. Oh, well, you, Jesse. Said, you said you said that um, he changed the game, didn't it? You said Wenger changed the game. Yeah, he still changes the game now, along with David Ellery, who's a former FIFA re referee. Yeah, Poligi Colina. Poligi Colina is obviously the most famous referee we've seen ever. Italian yeah. guy. He's on the panel. He's advising. I think, of, I think when you say Wenger, I think there's lots of guys who's coming into the game, not just Wenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's Van Basten's on there. Um, at one point, I think Johan Cruyff was on the panel. 
years ago. I like Chris. I like Chris. He's got yeah, some good he's ideas. on the panel. Advisory. I listen to a lot he's of Chris's podcasts. I listen to a lot of I believe Alex Ferguson was approached and he does advise the panel as well. So if he wants to make a law that means Man United is never offside, that'd be great. <laughs> so have you got views? Have you got ways what you would change the game thing? Um, I would like IFAB to allow two serious things. One is for the modern game and one is for all levels. One is modern game allow referees audio to be played for communications yeah. so you can hear that. what's being played yeah. which isn't I'll allowed like at the moment. I think they do that in rugby don't they, they yeah they do in rugby it works well yeah. Yeah, I like the, only way you can, the only way you could do it in England or anywhere else in the world is after a game and it's still not really allowed no, it's a rare thing the other one is to allow body cameras at lower levels yeah. referees are by themselves they're getting assaulted every weekend. And the IFAB changed the law this season to, to say no body cameras. But if you're if you're a security guard, you've got it. They changed it this season to say no, no body cameras, Jamie. It didn't used to last season, but this season it does say no body cameras. So before, before you could have had them then? No, before it said no electronic equipment by the one committed. The buzzer flags, communication sets, the ones wow. we see being used. Then it said, including no body cameras. They, up, they updated the law, didn't need updating to explicitly say no body cameras. Wow. I don't know if you saw the video of the referee you headbutted someone. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So apparently he was abused and called a, a fucking cheating card and all this stuff. Something was thrown at him. He's come across and chinned him. You know, we saw in, I don't know if you remember the story about Van Persie's coach, who died. So Van Persie's coach, Ajax, under 15s, he was coach, referee didn't turn up in Netherlands. He took the game. He was assaulted by 14 15 year olds and their parents and died while Van Persie was at Man United. This was a professional coach attacked in the kids' game. He lost his life yeah. Remember Van Persie wasn't playing that weekend, he was given time to, time to go back. Dirk Cout went as well. They all they all knew him. They said that um, Everton demanded an apology. Yeah, they won't get one. Huh? They won't get one. It's impossible for them to get one, isn't it? Really? No, no, no. It has been. There has been apologies early in the season. So, in... Not not something my season, but last season there was, and things get overturned. You know, you can appeal red cards. It goes to a panel. The panel was a former manager, a former player, and a former referee, and they appeal. So, will they, do you think they will get one, Everton? An apology, not for the um, for the handball. handball, not for no. the handball. No. Okay. He's like, I. I want that to change where the referee gets told to go and look at it. If the, the evidence is inconclusive and you can't tell, let him go look. At the moment, they can't do that because VAR couldn't be 100% sure. Because they're looking through his arm, so we don't see point of contact. And the only time we see the ball hitting the arm, it's so high up. Is it hitting the sleeve or not? Well, the sleeve, the armpit area. 
So you couldn't be sure. I think it's handball, but you've got to be 100% sure. Hmm. It's annoying because if you gave the handball, it doesn't get changed. I said it happened in the Wolves game. John Moss gave it. VAR wasn't sure where it hit. You know, they've got 8K resolution cameras that we don't see. Obviously, the TVs aren't powerful enough, but they've got them there. Jamie, I'll Jamie. Watch. Yep. You, before you start reffing a game, do you talk to both teams or just both captains? Um, depends. I don't think I don't think you would like me. <laughs> I speak to both. I speak to both managers. I speak to both captains because players don't players don't listen. I find yeah, that's me. Play, players don't listen, but your cap your captain is someone you trust and knows the players well. Get yeah. the captains on side. Speak to them. Say, look, you know your players better than me. Do you think your player is being a mouthy little trite or doing tackles that I'm, I need to come in? If you deal with it first, it's better for all of you. I have got to bring cards out, whatever. And it works. At my level, I tend to referee because a similar team. I, I, I know the league, right? I know the players. I know most of them by first name often. Like, I don't even need a you know, team sheet. I know who that is. Yeah? It's a local league. But if I'm doing a game where a team I don't know, then it's different. That's why you want to be the players more. So I did a game recently. It was Lancaster University and Manchester University. I didn't know the Manchester team. But I spoke to them, spoke to the manager, spoke to the captain. But the Lancaster team, I know of. I go to the uni. But what do you mean by mouth? Because a lot of players, that's how they get going, just by keep talking and banter. What do you mean yeah, by mouth? Do you know, you have a sin bin in your league. Nah. No, no. And um, if we did, coach, coach would definitely be in that. No. <laughs> Co- coaches won't get in the simbin, they get yellow card in. Okay, so, so oh, really? say a player's in trouble for well, the I have an opinion, Jamie. If I have an opinion that you've got a decision, yeah, no. You're allowed, you're no, allowed no. an opinion. You're allowed an opinion is how it comes across. What's wrong with Tabriz tonight? Tabriz, what's wrong with you tonight? <laughs> Barry, obviously, you know, a player can get. A player can get booked for dissent, right? So say you've got yeah. a player who's sort of... Wait, I'm not saying you said it's an opinion, Jamie. It's different. Yeah, yeah. This one was the one trying to example was. You're saying about, about the cards. You want to manage yeah. that yeah. player. So your captain will know his centre-back, called Tabrias, likes to get mouthy a bit. Right? So he's like, he's keeping Toby under check because he knows him. He's like this. He's always getting in trouble. Arguing referees, getting himself in trouble. Yeah, the captain can step in, have a little word with him quietly, calm him down. That's what a good captain does. If I've got to come in, that's more formal, and a player could get sin binned, or if you don't have sin bins, he's getting yellow card for dissent. Sorry. Or if you know a yeah. player who likes to make a few tackles, you've got one nil down, and he sometimes loses his head. Little silly tackles that he's getting yellow card for. If the captain comes in, look, just calm it down a bit, calm down, talk to him. That's the game management. If you work yeah. for the captains, I always tell the captains, right, there's three teams on this pitch. You two, as a home and away team, and us three. I want to keep your players on the pitch. I don't want to send players off. 
You can help me keep your players 11 v 11, but not try and ruin a game 10 v 9 or whatever. Help me manage but, that game. But Jamie, Obviously, Jamie, that doesn't mean punch someone and I won't deal with it. Yeah, but Jamie, well, how do you officiate like a big clumsy player? You know, like you've got some big clumsy centre backs. Yep. Is it a clumsy tackle or he didn't really mean it? Or how do you deal with players? So it depends like that? on tackle. A normal clumsy tackle. He's likely to freak out. If he's done three or four of them and he's been warned, it's yeah. persistent. You, and you would make that statement. You would say, you, and you would point so everyone knows why you're doing it. One, two, three, four. All the fans watching, the crowd, whatever, because he, oh, it's four tackles he's done. So you're not thinking he's booked him for that tackle, that's harsh. No, you've done four tackles and that's 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Or if it's a prompt attack, players going through, you just take them out. It's clumsy. It doesn't matter if it's clumsy or not, it's a promise attack, that's the yellow card. Yeah. Those sort of ones where you have to give a yellow. If you can manage it, you manage it. But it depends on the game. Yeah. If the game's had several yellow cards, a lot of bad tackles coming mm. in. If it's a game where it's been nice and easy, you can coast it, you can talk to players, 88th minute, it doesn't need a card. Well, I hope he's listening. I hope he's really listening to what you're saying. No two games are the same. You referee the game. Howard Webb once said that as well about in his book about go into a game and you don't you you check a bit like football right in football you have different tactics based on the game right you chase the goal you, you put more players forward whatever defending one winning one nil you've got 10 men you're trying to pop the glass yeah refereeing you change your tactics throughout the game when you get to know the players so i i know my two games on saturday one of the teams is going to be a nightmare but i can deal with them that's fine Last right. time I went there, it was a mass con, people punching, and I sent players off. And they still both gave me 95 out of 100. Because they saw there was a fight, I dealt mm. with it, and the guy appointed to leave is a fair play. Mm. You sent off two players, they had five yellow cards, a penalty, and both gave me 95 out of 100. Because they accepted it. I explained to them why I'm sending your player off. Yes, it was four versus one, and they've hit him, he's hit back, but it's still violent conduct. Yeah. As long as you explain what you're doing, and you're consistent, hmm. most clubs will be fine with you. It's when you're just random. Well, I'm saying, Jamie, because we've got, we've got two defenders. You've got Tabriz, who's a defender, and you've got Jesse, who's a defender. Jesse's, more of, the, Jesse's more of the more playing, play out from the back, more kind of classy. Tabriz is your old-fashioned British half-and-puff and get in there kind of. So what is the difference? Because what is the difference with the way you would manage them? Or officiate them, I mean. Because players like Tabriz, I think, nowadays are getting treated more unfairly. Um, I think it depends on the game. Like, if I've, seen players, for... get, I've seen players get booked more and more now for slide tackling. Yeah, this is because... Is there a reason why more, more players are getting booked for slide tackles? Yeah, but it's not so much the slide tackle. It's law is now stricter on being in control. It doesn't matter if you get the ball, it's the follow-through. Um, you're pretty much always going to be in trouble if you're going two-footed. There's nothing in law to say you can't yeah, go two-footed. I, two I agree with the two-footed, but I'm saying I'm seeing slide tackles. I'm talking about from grassroots all the way up. Yeah, the referees are just giving yellow cards for slide tackles, like they're trying to get it out of the game. It's, like, it's, a, it's an art that's going out of the game. You like I was defender and the winger. You were, I was in goal most of my, as a kid as well. You won't see me doing that. 
So I did a game a few years ago. I got observed. Absolutely pissing down rain. You can imagine what the pitch was like. The observer was very, very praiseworthy. He was like, because um, I understood the difference between a bad tackle because of the conditions and a bad tackle. And there was a red card in that game as well. Hmm. Um, brief, because brief, you, brief. you've got to take conditions into account. It happened Man United versus Leeds. The rain was really heavy. It was managed well. Where's Tabriz or Jesse? Where are they? Uh, I'm, I'm here. Listening. I'm, I'm listening. here. I'm you know, listening. I, I, yeah, I'm listening. What, I mean, again, I... How do you feel you're treated by officials when you're playing? Do you think you're treated fairly, Tabriz, because you play a very strong game? Um, so, yeah, oh, that's, uh, I think... Because a lot of strong players are always complaining yeah. that they're getting yellow, yeah. soft yellow cards. Yeah, you know, funny enough, I've, I've, you know, I think I've probably given away the most fouls recently because of how I play. So yeah, yeah I mean, I, I can, I can kind of see why a referee would actually pull up because they've, you know, they've been influenced by, by the changes of, of like how football is refereed now at the elite level. Um, and you know it's really down to the individual to so like, Fabrice. So, are you telling me you cannot adapt and change? No, no, but again, see, I was just gonna say that because you know, Jesse, you know, I, 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 I am a better player than you because I play center back and also center mid. So, um, so I yes, and not well, well, you know, coach, no, but literally. No, but again, coach, uh, coach Barrett has seen me play in both positions, and again, you know, coaches. You know what? Actually... I I need to come and play with you someday, you know, <laughs> so that you can see me play, because I feel I'm a better player than you. Oh my gosh! I feel yeah. I'm a better player than you. I don't foul people when I'm playing. I'm actually a ball player rather than a a, a, a tackler. Do you understand? So I Jesse, feel Jesse's with your hand. I still need to come and play with you. I feel that there's a video challenge, a penalty challenge, a free kick challenge. That, <laughs> video doesn't say anything. Video doesn't say anything. No, he actually wants to play see you play to me. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, you know what? That's what I'm saying. I, I, I know that I'm a better player than Jesse. I am stronger. I'm fitter. I'm faster. It's, you know... Have you seen, seen him play, Bruce? Have you seen Jesse play? Exactly. No, uh, you know, I've only seen him in his suit, as I kind of keep oh, saying before. So? And, and... <laughs> so? You haven't, no, seen me, I haven't seen you play. Talk is cheap, you know. Uh, well, well, uh, yeah, I know talk is cheap because I've seen you, you know, in that suit. That was not a cheap suit. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesse is very strong. He's very aggressive. He's <sighs> His best game is when he wins the ball and gives it to the better player. Exactly. Coach, you know that. Is a better player, Tobias? Yeah, listen, I mean... No, he's played know, well. I would... Two games I've seen Tobias, three games, he's played well in all three games. I would make a mockery did I, did I out of Jesse. Did I have to say that? No, he's played what? all right. Sorry, he's played all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Come back to us. We need to play this summer coming up. We need to organize a game and let's see both of us play. Wow. Against each other. Wow. Jesse, I'm Jesse. I'm a better player than you. Don't listen. Don't talk. Just let's let's make. Let's make it happen. It's like it's like it's like. Um, what am I doing? Uh, Maguire telling, comparing himself with um, what's the what's the what's your defender's name? Iran. No, 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 no. Um, Liverpool. Van Dyke. Van Dyke. Just like you actually, actually, well, well, you know what? Even, even Barry, the founder of uh, Ultimate Sportsnet. All right, so myself, Barry, and there's another uh, person called Chris who literally does charity games. And you know, again, I don't know if you've seen the that show with John Salako. John Salako gave me man of the match, and literally, these are full of ex pros. He gave me like everyone was shocked that I've not played pro. Maybe John Salako didn't see you. He only saw you throwing the ball with your hands. <laughs> Jesse, I will make a mockery of you. You can't. I'm not even going to argue with you because, I mean, I know, because there's no argument. I'm, you know, exactly, there's no argument. You're just saying what you don't know. No, 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 I do know. No, no, I do know. You've only That's seen me in suits. You've not seen me play. Hmm. So Jesse. wait until you see me play. I can't judge you because no. I've seen you play. There's footage of Tabriz on YouTube. Coach, I'm sorry. Coach, I, don't buy, I don't buy videos. Um, you know, we agents sometimes say to footballers, looking at your video doesn't make me feel you're a better player. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying the same thing with him now. Right. Looking at videos, okay. looking at videos doesn't uh, say anything. Jesse, um, do you um, do you prefer molds or or like studs? Um, I I don't wear studs except when uh, when it's winter. And uh, what's your boot of choice? Adidas. Uh, Adidas what? He's um, just your lefty. He's just your lefty as well. You're lefty, Jesse. Yeah? Tabriz is left foot. Now I'm a right footer, but I use my left sometimes. Just that yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> This Listen, be, Tabriz, I can play four position. Four. Should okay. I tell you? I can play in the goalpost. I can play center um, central defense. Wow. I can play right wing. Amazing. Or left wing. Wow. James, James Milner here. Yeah, we have a James Milner. <laughs> Tabriz, go about something um, Barry said about your yellow cards. Because the referees mm -hmm. tell you why you're booked. Yes. Um... It's uh, because of contact. Because um, even um, even though I kind of got the ball, my my follow through, you know, yeah, you know, it was it was strictly because of my follow through, and and um, and hey, like I can I can kind of mix it with the best of them, but but yeah, I mean, like the fifty fifty challenges, they will always go with the attacker, um, you know, um, as a as a defender now. But out of defending is is not, well. I think well. The, the kind of out of 
defending has always been stay on your feet because you are more in control. But again, exactly what Coach Barry was saying, but out of slide tackling, that is still an art. You know, that is like still a discipline that um, one Basaka. that one Basaka still possesses. And, you know, he's probably one of them. Um, yeah. one of, one so I would yeah. say they're booking you for, rec- are they saying it's reckless play? Um, aggressive play. I, you know what? No, that word of a lie. Aggressive I, um, play is not yellow card. There's no such thing. The, you the know what? Okay. Shot, okay. Well, it sounds like know, reckless play. I will. Um, I will literally put a video of a tackle that I, that I did, and I and I literally won the ball cleanly, and the referee gave me a yellow. It's premeditated one. No, God's honest truth. I I won the ball so cleanly, and I was, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna literally pull it. I'm gonna put it in the group now, and then you know you will see exactly what I'm I'm like being like booked for. It's just, but uh, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, I think I think the kind of aggressive tone of of a like defender like myself, um, I you know I like being phased out. They kind of want in the slide tackling. I don't know why they keep talking. Yeah, I mean it's just madness, absolutely madness. You know, absolutely madness. But I mean, again, if you know, again, like well, but, Jesse can play in four well, positions. He like, must be really good. Tabrizi, I'm telling you how the tackle was. He's only telling you sliding tackle. He's not telling you how the tackle was, and he got booked for sliding tackle. He didn't tell I you. Tabrizi, uh, you're putting it on the. I, I am going to put on the group now. I'm just finding it because I have a vault of myself playing football, not like Jesse. <laughs> I'll do VAR duties in chat. Uh, um, let me just put it in the group now. I might upgrade it to a red card. Uh, let me play. But yeah, uh, oh crap, it's the wrong video. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, you, you know, like you just have to adapt. Um, but again, there's like some referees, especially I'd say the older referees that will let a lot of things go because that's how they were brought up. Um, so it's, you know, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, I, you know, I, I, I kind of always say that I respect every single official. You know, it's a, it's a damn hard job, especially at grassroots where, like, you know, exactly what Jamie said, there's no support. Like you are, you are literally getting verbal abuse from both ends. I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard. It is hard. You want the referee in the context of the game. There's a lot of tackles going like this. You want to stop the game and slow it down because then you could stop, make the ball dead, stop the ball without a free kick, and just stand there for about 10, 20 seconds, chatting to a player. I've spoken to a player like, look, I said, look. They want you booked. For me, it's fine tackle. Just stand for 20 minutes so they can calm down. They, and they will get in the box for the free kick and they're away. But it just gives that 20 seconds to bring temperatures down. If you yeah. don't do that, the next tackle goes in, which is a really bad tackle. I'm not just, but you've got to be honest as well. They are bad referees. Of course there is. As there are bad, bad players and bad coaches. Bad players, got, there's bad coaches. So there's bad yeah. referees. What? They I've been can... told by the national FA, who does my training, he said, if I complete all the criteria this year and pass yeah. this test, that I'll be promoted. Because every single person that meets criteria will be promoted. Normally, there's a, a set number of positions available. 
depending on retirement, people get um, relegated and demoted as as their level of uh, refereeing. But there's such a shortage now, they're getting everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I've just I've just put the video here. Oh yeah, I see, now. It, I see, I see it. So, so that you tell me, so like, tell me how this is foul and a booking. That's good. That's a good challenge, there. Eh? What's wrong with that? Okay. What is? That's what is wrong with? Not a bad tackle. But but again, I'm like being you know pulled off. You know why you got booked? Like Should that's I tell you why you got booked? You said, you said, you said, you said, man. Do I tell you why you got booked? T tell me, please. Your two legs. Your two. Legs were showing the studs. <laughs> no, but I would have all cleanly. <laughs> like I mean, like... What do you mean? This one. Like, so, come on. This like, uh, am, I, am I not watching this video correctly? Like, I wouldn't have all cleanly, no, and I... then, like, the person came into me. I wouldn't have all cleanly. This stud was showing. Let me, <laughs> let me say from his point of view. I think Jesse's right. You're also right. I don't think it's a caution, but I think the referee's got one chance to look at that, and it looks worse than it is. Look where the referee is, though. Look at his position. Yeah, yeah, I know. I see that. You see where he is? It is just, your second leg's quite trailing. Exactly. In, I don't think the force is that much for a caution. You're not, you've not gone in running. You've basically stood up. But I see why he's given it. My first viewing, I thought it was, but I watched it again in slower, and then it's not. And the referee hasn't got the opportunity to watch it again in slow mo. He's watching, and one you know, yeah, and and literally, this is like what happens, I'd say, you know, 50 60 percent of the time. If I kind of go in with a like challenge, like. Like, but like, yeah, like the referee's gonna uh, gonna pull. So like now, it's like okay, well now, yes, I have to adjust my game now. Um, okay, you know, it is what it is. You show me there. Yeah, yeah. What about if you said? Um, was that the first bit of he stabbed him. him. He's fried his toys oh, at the prime. No, no, no. No, no, oh. no it's, it's a valid point. Yeah, it goes in now. <laughs> that's not what a that... You know what? That's just clutching that straw. Yeah, you go. Review the video, Diego. Was that the first instance of descent? No, that's my no. first instance. Okay. That wasn't so the you... that game. That wasn't the first incident. If it's a f okay, if it's the first one, speak to the player. It's called a stepped approach. If there's a Jamie, small bit of descent, what is first descent? Okay, okay. Barry, I'll explain to you. I've not seen the whole game where it goes. If there's a little bit of descent, when you go past, you could jog past and have a quiet word. A, a bigger, a bigger descent in front of people, you might bring him in, the captain, or just himself. Then, he does, if he does a third one, you then look in a a yellow card or a sin bin, depending on what league you're on. That wasn't my third offence. It wasn't my third offence. Yes. Yes. But it also doesn't have to be a third one. It's called a step... It's called a step approach, or also what you do. 
if it's your first one and you run into referee, stamping your ground, clapping your hands, then you get booked straight away. <laughs> try to manage it. Try to that is perfect. F- thank you, thank you, Jamie. Thank you. FA FA do say it's called a stepped approach, and even after your first caution, that approach goes again. It's the same with tackles. You see somebody's made three or four tackles, got yellow card, then makes another one. That doesn't mean that tackle is yellow as well. You can make three or four tackles, and all not yellow card tackles, you can then get booked for persistent again. Just because he's on yellow, it doesn't mean his next foul is a yellow card as well. All I'm saying is that I will wipe the floor with Jesse in in like every single discipline. So Jesse, just make I, sure I that you can listen. I don't play I, the way you just seeing you like that now. I don't play yeah, like that. I'm a cleaner <laughs> player than that. Oh, uh, you know, Jesse, I know how to mix it. Like you know, like, again, coach, coach has seen me in, has seen me in, in the midfield. So you know, like I know how to mix it. You know, mix it up. Yeah. You're good in the air as well. You're good. Your aerial powers is good as well. Good in the air. Okay, coach. I'm Je- gonna believe you. I'm gonna believe you. Coach. He's got a head injury. He doesn't. He doesn't bring it down on his chest though. You know, like bring it down and play out. He doesn't do that. He heads. He can't do that. Okay. Okay. All those, <laughs> all those I can do. I mix it up. Just you can bring do it down on your chest. I can bring it down on my chest. To breach, you got competition here, mate. I can bring it down on my chest. <laughs> Competition. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that tackle that you did there, I can easily yeah. win that ball without touching that player. Okay. Wow. 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 So yes, then I we have Aladdin that. here now. We have Aladdin. You know, I started playing football in Nigeria. You know, so. We're more clinical. Oh, clinical in uh, what sense? I'd, I'd, I'd we're, playing. we're more clinical when we play. A lot of people are watching us, so we're very good. We're very good bowlers. Okay, uh, I mean, again, um, you know, whenever you want to set this up, you know, if like uh, really Coach Barry wants to, you know, set up a challenge. You know, if if like someone wants to set up a charity uh, or you know a friendly, it's going to be set up very soon, and then we can both attend. I'm up for no, that. But Jesse, but Jesse, will you actually attend? That's the thing. And if his lobster is there, and if his lobster on, no, yeah, yeah, we need prawn sandwiches and. Attend. I will attend. I'll definitely come. Do we have to provide food? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> it's between me I know. and it's it's between me and Tabriz. So and uh literally I just want to say I'm you know I'm not taking any drinks from Coach Barry because you know I know that he's probably gonna tamper with it. Um <laughs> why are you scared? No, no, because you know what. I know that you like guys are very old school with your tactics, you know, like the dark arts of making sure people don't don't perform to their best. So you know, yeah, I have to stay are away from you Coach Barry. Look for excuses now. Whenever you're ready, I play Saturday and Sunday every single week. So I'm okay. 